All right, welcome to the podcast from uh, coming at you all the way from Salt Lake City, Utah, out here in uh, what has become similar to uh, Oregon or Washington. We've had constant rain. Normally we're dry as a bone this time of year, and now we are. Uh, we're all wearing flannels and Levi's and writing grunge music because. Um, it feels like we are in Washington or something. So, uh, but yeah, we're enjoying it. We're always glad to have the rain in the desert. So, uh, besides the weather, let's get to business here. This podcast is uh, today going to address uh, some some the psychology of human sexuality. And some fascinating insights to attraction. Uh, what makes us select certain partners? What underlies our sexual drive? And different for men and women, of course. The things we look for, the things we value and seek out in a mate. Um, we'll talk about that at the beginning, the first half of this podcast, and then uh, we'll talk about communication around sex and why that can be such a touchy subject, no pun intended, with touching, touching sex. Yeah, anyway, we have a good episode for you here tonight and excited that you've decided to join us for this. So let's start with um, just an epiphany that I had um, as I studied early on in this course. Um, It was a research paper done by um, the author was um, last name Bus. Let me pull up the article here I have. Um, it is the it's the theory the sexual strategies theory, and this paper that I remember reading probably three months ago now just literally changed my understanding of male versus female uh, sexual desire in in and what we find attractive. So from the University of Aust- of Texas in Austin. The author of this study is David M. Buss, uh, published in the Journal of Sex Research in 1998. Uh, You can look this up, called Sexual Strategies Theory, Historical Origins and Current Status. Uh, Fascinating, because this talks about the uh, evolution uh, of our sexual preferences that in order to survive as a species, uh, this isn't really like natural selection, although it's definitely uh, based in Darwin's um, principles, uh, you know, of natural selection. But this is more reproductive selection. What things did we we look for in order to propagate our species? Something that was mind-blowing to me was how 
the, the difference between what men looked for uh, and what women looked for. If you think about the effort it takes for a woman to produce a baby, they have to spend nine months um, growing this baby inside of them. They have to make sure that it's safe, uh, that it's going to be provided for and protected, and uh, and and it only takes one sexual partner for them to have a baby. So, what do women then, by nature, by natural selection, look for in a sexual partner? They're going to look for somebody who has a high potential for um, protection. So they're going to look for somebody who's strong. So um, that that's why women look for a, a, a strong guy, and then why men compete in areas of strength. Because if we can appear strong. Uh, we increase our selection of women who would be interested in us. Another one, a woman has to know that they and their child will be provided for. Uh, they'll be able to have some kind of shelter. So this person they decide to mate with needs to be able to provide resources. So that translates into looking for someone who has a good job, steady income. Um, so these are natural uh, self-preservation, species propagation uh, desires of a of a female. So then that's why males then compete in areas of financial prowess. What do you do? What's your career? We gotta, you know, climb the corporate ladder, and we gotta earn the most money. Um, not just to satisfy our own ego, but really to increase our sexual opportunity. Because the more money we have, the stronger we are, the more we will appeal to the uh, to the female species. Because they will think, oh, there's somebody that could protect my babies and uh, provide for them. And so we... we uh, yeah, that's that's what we're going to try and show off. Um, on the other hand, you think about men, um, we don't have to grow a baby. Uh, we can have sex with multiple partners in an effort to increase our 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 seed or our our uh, lineage, I guess. So men are going to look for different things uh, in reproduction and that's going to be we're looking for um, signs that a, a woman is healthy so that she will be able to bear a child we're going to look for so that that's why we are attracted to more fit uh, females we're going to look for somebody who's younger because an older female may not be able to produce a child for us or a healthy child um, or be around very long to care for that child. So we're going to look uh, for those type of things. Um, and 
and we can we can have as many babies as we could have a hundred babies in a year if you had sex with a hundred women um but again on the flip side a woman can only have one so a woman is investing in one partner let me find one person who can take care of me watch over me uh make whoa Well, awesome. In this first attempt at a podcast, I realized that I take a long time to say things because that was already eight minutes. And um, I'm sure, Dr. Wilson, that you don't feel like sitting here listening to an hour-long podcast. So um, I definitely have learned a ton in reading the chapters for this section, and I've highlighted and bookmarked way more than I can actually talk about in a six or so minute segment. I'm already into this like nine minutes. So I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I I was, I don't even know how to trim down what other, other things I've looked at, but um, fascinating stuff in this, this study I referenced. I was excited to see it again in chapter seven of our sexuality that they referred to this uh, this study so I went back to that and pulled it up and um, and it, it's just blowing my mind it makes sense now in my brain why men typically have such a higher sex drive we tend to look at other women more often we want uh, it, men are more prone to cheat to um, be promiscuous and whatever um literally they were they're they're following a a reproductive survival of their species type of genetic wiring and not that that justifies any behaviors but it makes sense now why sometimes marriage is so hard for guys and uh, i've seen this with clients i've been working with so to you know to really slow down and commit and nurture one person is not as easy for somebody who has the potential to reproduce at a much faster rate fascinating stuff and then uh read some awesome stuff about jealousy and uh how uh women tend to get more jealous when there is an emotional um infidelity and men get more jealous when there's a physical infidelity um read a lot about communication had some really good talks with my wife about um how awkward it is to talk about sex we've been married 20 years and and actually this class has helped a ton in us uh helping us to open up and talk about things and um be a little experiment more and and be for me to slow down and and just focus on her more um anyway it's just just awesome the class has been great i'm not gonna carry on forever and ever um but yeah as far as pulling a couple resources from that previous uh research paper by bus um then the uh cited again in our sexuality in chapter seven with um principles of jealousy and infidelity and then communication 
Um, one thing I took out of the communication one just here before I started my podcast was all of the uh, don't ask why don't we you have sex with me more and why we, we don't want to ask why that just puts shame and guilt and is really an underlying angle to try and uh, get a point across that we want to get a point across we're not really asking their experience so just stating what you would like to have happen is much more effective communication than asking why uh, something's not happening. That was a, a great tip. My wife and I talked about that. Um, so yeah, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm easily long-winded here, and uh, I'd love to try and do a podcast in the future, but I've got to learn how to probably write it all out first so I can cut it way shorter. Uh, so anyway, have a great day. Thanks for listening. Signing off, this episode was brought to you by um, Bridezilla and Mr. Mac. Finding the perfect dress and suit for your bride and groom. Um, come see us. Come see them. They give me free stuff. I wear it all the time. I'm just trying to mimic uh, actual podcasts here. So, All right, signing off. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>